Welcome everyone to Black Spleen, where we try to rationalize all things related to the culture. I'm Jay. I'm Love. And I'm LB. With a Black Spleen crew. How's everybody doing? I'm doing I'm well. good, man. It's a real hot day. I'm just happy that it's cooling oh, down now. What about you, Love? It's very hot. Yeah, I'm just chilling, still in quarantine. Day number 879. What? Right. <laughs> no, it seems like it's been a while since we last um, got together. I know, it does feel like that, right? Yeah, I know. It was, it was an action-packed weekend. Actually, yeah. weekend. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of wetness going around. But we want to uh, talk about that. <laughs> want to talk about that later. Want to talk about that later. So, um, I know. So let's let's get into it because right now it's breaking news. Um, Kamala Harris has been uh, Senator Kamala Harris has been selected as vice president to Joe Biden for the 2020 election. And it's pretty much to be expected. It was um. Yes heavily anticipated that he was going to pick an African-American female to be his running um, campaign partner. I know um, a lot of people was looking, probably, I forgot the other person that they wanted to run, but the more popular choice was um, Senator Harris. And I'm kind of glad that they did it. And hopefully, you know, it's going to be, be, at least we have competent government people that's able to like help us get out of this global pandemic and stuff. Because right now, who's in office? They're just not cutting it. They don't give a fuck about the American people at all. And, you know, we definitely need change. Susan Rice? Did you mean Susan Rice? I think so, yeah. It's Susan Rice, right, Lo? The other. I think that's the... um, She was one of the other choices. I would have liked her as well. Anybody better than what we have in office now would have definitely worked. So, of course, you know, our favorite source for for news and entertainment, Black Twitter, has been tearing this joint to shreds. Now you have a lot of people that have, I guess, like voters remorse that they don't, I guess because Susan Harris was the one that they wanted that, you know, they're not trust the vote for Biden. Kamala Kamala Harris. Harris. Right, okay. Because I was like, which one? Right, I was like, what? Right, I'm like, okay, which one? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they knew Biden was there. Of course, you're going to have a lot of people that's, you know, advocate, um, Bernie Sanders um, supporters that really wasn't in favor of Biden getting the nod for president. And now um, there's been a lot of backlash with, you know, his selection of Kamala Harris, which I don't really have that much, you know, of a bad thought about it. Because I mean, yeah, she, she has a couple of legislative things that she did in California that, you know, you know it's, not, it's not heavily favored, but at the same time, it's like the law is the law and she's a politician. That's what politicians do. What's your thoughts? Well, my thought is, you know what I'm saying? We got to roll with who we got to roll with. I'm rolling with Biden squad. Whoever he had picked is who I would be, um, you know, pretty much rolling with because, you know, I'm, I'm not down with what's going on right now. At the end of the day, I'm not down with what, what's going on right now. We need a change. We need something um, fresh, something new, some competent people in place. And I believe that, you know, uh, at least we'll have some competent people in place. And um, so that's 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 really my stance on it. So you know who I'm rocking with. Well, I want to say I am super excited. When the news first broke, I ran around my house for about a good five to ten minutes, screaming, just completely thrilled. You know, this is a great opportunity to make history as the first black woman vice president nominee. Okay, for the ticket. So that's major, and Man. also the fact that. Biden did say that he plans to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. I think, you know, we have a, you know, a, just a double opportunity to make history. I started supporting Biden last September. Um, after Kamala dropped out, I was like, yo, Biden Harris is a perfect t- ticket. So I'm just super excited. 
So also, you know, the first chance of having someone graduated from HBCU in awesome. the White House, our first awesome. sorority sister, you know, awesome. Black awesome. sorority member to How make history. You? She's also part of the links to make history. Like, I mean, just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to, to make history. And I think that hopefully this will really galvanize a lot of Black people, you know, inject some energy into this election. Is as if Donald Trump voting him out is not, you know, enough, but some people need to be cajoled so if this is not it then i don't know what it is but election day cannot come soon enough yeah and yeah, i you know with you on that one point i wanted to i wanted to just throw in there that you know we can't uh uh start to feel like it's, we got it no you know, and we gotta go get it we gotta, yes. we gotta now the work far, you know, far from it. Say, yeah don't get it's about to get nasty don't get it's about ugly. Don't it's about get, to get very oh, ugly come september 1st Donald Trump is nasty. It's gonna, you know, he he likes to fling in the mud. He's a pig, so he likes to get down and dirty in the mud. And uh, this is just the beginning. So I think we just gotta hold tight. We gotta keep our heads down and you know be optimistic and do what we gotta do. November fourth. The only here's way. Here's two thoughts. This is something that um, this is my observation and um, check me if I'm wrong. So one, I'm starting to see a lot of people that you know. We talked about, we kind of hinted about this earlier about men not really supporting women. Mm. We saw, you know, backlashes of that with um, Donald Trump beating Hillary Clinton, even though they probably stole the election. But a lot of people and a lot of support for women didn't come, you know, in support of Hillary Clinton for whatever reasons. I mean, that's beyond, that's beyond my comprehension, but that sentiment is there. What's up? No, I was just going to say, no, 58% of white women did not vote for Hillary Clinton. White women had an opportunity to vote for the first uh, woman president, and they, you know, they did her and themselves a disservice. But see, black women, you know, we don't ride like that, okay? Like, we're going to ride or die for Kamala Harris, you know, a.k.a. Biden Harris ticket, and we're going to do what we got to do, because we know we have an opportunity to make history, okay? Black women, we can't afford to have the individualism you know, type thinking. No, we work as a as a collective bargaining unit. So, you know, we won't make the same mistake that fifty eight percent of white women. Right. And the second point is that I like I like that you use that word individualism. It's um we have a lot of people that, you know, we we get to this point where if we don't get the candidate that we want, we look for any negative thing that they have done. And it gets to the point now that it's, it's becoming nauseating that we're just looking for any excuse just to not vote. And I hear a lot of people is like, oh, well, if, I, if it ain't the candidate that I want, I might as well stay home. You can't afford that. That type of mentality got us to where we are now with this clowning off. This dude clearly doesn't care about anything, you know, about the American people, not even Black Americans. You're talking about American people. He would sacrifice your kids to catch, you know, COVID-19 just for profit. I'm like, what else do we need to do to get this guy out of office? And it was very, you know, disappointing to see, you know, within the 30 minutes of this woman being elected that all this negative shit's coming up. And I'm just like, man, come the fuck on. Yeah, it's to be expected, but you know, we're, we're ready. So what, sticks and stones may break my bones, but I'm gonna beat your ass at the election booth, okay? That's just exactly how it's gonna work. Bottom line. Bottom Period. Line. Bottom line. It's our time to do what, you know, what we need to do. So that's just it. We just, we can't get complacent, can't get yeah. back. You got to stick to your guns and got to roll out and handle your business. 
you know, come today, whether it's a mail-in ballot, whether it's, a, you know, you go to the polls, whatever the case is, do what you got to do. I just want to make one last point, though, just in terms of the energy, you know, that a lot of people feel about the, um, about Harris being on the ticket. They said between 4 and 6 p.m., like, they raised, like, $6 million. Like, they were the website almost crashed because, you know, they were inundated with people wanting to, you know, support the campaign. I know when I found out, like, within five minutes, I donated. I was like, oh, you got my money. Take all my money. Take all my money. Because that's one thing we as Black people have to do more. Not only support candidates, not only show up to vote, but donate. Donate. We can't spend all our money giving it to Gucci and Air Jordan and this and this and that. You know, support these candidates that support you and your agenda, and your needs. You know, that's how we become a collective bargaining unit. It's right. all of those things. It encompasses all of those things. Yeah, it's collective economics. Yeah, you know, you have to put your money where your mouth is. That's the only way we're going to get these politicians to really push our agendas and our um, initiatives forward is that you're going to have to invest and within that investment, we have a list of demands that they have to adhere by. Right. Absolutely. So right. even just trade. We did. And just we did with this whole Biden thing. Yo, black people got you over the hump. What are you going to give us in return? What are you going to give us in return? Thank you. Thank you. Black women, you know, we vote, you know, especially in the Democratic Party more than anyone. And we always, you know, just down ballot. What are you going to give us in return? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. That's how that works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm, but, sorry, I'm um, excited. I know. I, I can <laughs> tell. I, I, I see you over there. Me I, can't in. Wait to like, go I can't wait to bubble in my bubble. <laughs> right. <laughs> Feel like a kid in the candy store. I'm going to go up with a bubble. Be bubbling. Exactly. I can't wait to probably show my I vote is Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's the thing that. We as a collective have to, you know, we have to get over that stuff because voting is so much important. I mean, every election we've been harping on the importance of getting out there to register to vote because if we don't get these people out of office, another four years, I would hate to oh see another God. four years and trust and believe the other side, the right, they're galvanized by this because, mm -hmm. of course, their whole agenda in their little corners and their little segments of the world, they're going to be like, oh, now they're getting up for another Negro in office. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. those type get of ready. sentiments, they're going to have numbers of people trying to support Donald Trump. Oh, I mean, if they don't get our act together, yeah. trust me, it's going to be another four years. And the way that this president is carrying things, don't be surprised they try to roll back some stuff like, no. oh, yeah. get rid of affirmative action, get rid of yeah. anything, yeah. everything to help. The American the psyche field. can't take it at all. And they the American people are in an abusive relationship with our president. Like it's not, we Our have to get out. Him. We're in an abusive relationship. I mean, they're president. already pushing for him to be the uh, the fifth face on route on, 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 on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> you know, isn't that ridiculous? Like, it's what the you had to do nothing to get up there. Hello. Basically, if Just anybody's gonna up. be on there, it's gonna be Obama. God damn it! I don't even want. I don't want nobody. Rip that whole shit down. Basically, start yeah. a do. Start a do. on that one. Yeah. Start a do. Basically, shit. Yeah, you start with Obama. Start a new. We going new four faces. Okay. Harriet <laughs> Tubman, Martin Luther King, Barack yes. Obama, and Malcolm X. You know, that's my that's my uh, yeah, that's my Mount Rushmore. I want to say one other thing about Biden here is. You know, I appreciate how Biden used his white male privilege to 
you know, go against the grain and to make history. You see what I'm saying? Because that's what you do as white people. You use your privilege, you know, to do something great, to dare greatly, to be bold. And he was bold enough to go against the grain. And, you know, you know, he, especially with the Supreme Court justice, like, that's bold. That is bold. I mean, that is amazing. And I, we just have to commend him for that. For all the slack that he gets, like, yo, we got to give the brother his, you know, the proper respects on that one, you know? Yeah, and I think I he's going to be a decent president. I don't have any reservations for voting yeah. for him. So, I mean, I know a lot of people are saying things about his mental as far as like, is Man. he going to be sharp enough to handle he's it? Sharp. Like, look who we got he, in office. No, he's sharp. He's going to be better than what we got. Thank you. And he's sharper than what people think. A huge improvement. It's not going to be a slight That's... improvement. It's going to be a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going up here. Like, this and is now, we're and, done. And as well with, with the public and, and, and the community, the, the, the yeah. uh, citizens at large, the way we going and pushing our initiatives and really yes. voicing, you know, how we feel in, in, in this momentum, it has to keep going. It's yeah. not, we have to keep pushing, using this momentum to push our agenda forward. Absolutely. And now is the time. We cannot wait. Now people, oh, you know, wait, wait. No, there's no more waiting. Wait, we waited wait. long enough. We waited long enough. Waiting is over. We're rocking and rolling now. Exactly. You want to stop is in now. the middle with a song? <laughs> Come in. No, we're going to rock this jump. Pretty much. What you eat? This is uh, a frozen margarita. You know how I do. What? I did the frozen margarita. Can I come over happy hour? This is a healthy tip. <laughs> let, me you, let me tell you what I put in it. I put, um, it's you know, I loaded it with ice. I did the big picture or the big blender um, jump. So I loaded it with ice. I did like a cup and a half of uh, 1800 silver. I did um, some frozen strawberries and some uh, pineapples. Oh, and wow. I did, And I put some sugar in there to, to add to the sweetness. Mm. And I, you know, when I did the margarita mix. Okay. Like a cup of That's margarita amazing. mix, a cup and a half for the 1800, um, some mm. frozen strawberries, some pineapples, and I loaded it up with the ice and put some sugar just to add a little bit of sweetness mm. to it. I'm about and to try that. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Especially on a hot ass night. It's on a hot ass shit. Look, That's when I've been, if it's not a hot day, I'm not breaking it out. <laughs> and we, you know, we've been having a string of 90 uh, days here. And yes, steaming. In the DMV, man, guess what? Frozen margarita. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Kill two talking. birds with one stone. It's my blender talking to you. Okay. I don't bring no games, man. I got a lot of Basically. <laughs> man, speaking of a hot summer, it always seems that we have to kind of, every time we get together, there's always something tragic that goes on, so. We definitely got to talk about over this past weekend, there was a um, massive um, block party during the pandemic, to be exact. Right. During this um, block party, um, one person dead, 21 shot and injured, including an uh, off-duty police officer. This took place in Southeast D.C. And, oh, and man. a young guy, it's a young guy who passed away. 17? Yeah, he was 17 year old. Yeah, 17-year-old. With a one-year-old baby, it's a tragic story. He was a good guy, too. You know what I'm saying? All the reports that I'm seeing about him, real good good young guy with a promising future. It's messed up that, that it had to um, end like that. Yeah, his name was um, Christopher Brown. Yeah. Goes by the name of Poppy. So, oh, man. It's, it seemed like every week is this the most... 
catastrophic. I mean, this is something that's not new. We we know that, but it gets to the point that the older you get, you know, we starting to have kids. It becomes more tangible, you know, that we have these massive shootings, and they're not just one person shot. It's like 10, 20, 30 people getting shot all at once. I mean, it's not just D.C., Baltimore, mm-hmm. Chicago was completely off the chain. They even had a riot stealing shit up on um in downtown. This is and all this is during the pandemic where people really should stay their ass at home. Come on, so dude. my 43-year-old self is kind of like, how the hell was there 400 people out there anyway? Why didn't the police shut it down? First of all, it's to they begin were out with. There. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And I know when they asked the mayor about it, the press conference, she's like, well, that's not the point. Uh, that's part of the point. You know, perhaps if those people weren't allowed to gather, I mean, maybe perhaps, it, you know, this situation could have been prevented, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, you got to put the, the guns down. And I don't know how you reach out and communicate that to the youth, but I, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, we've been dealing with this for, what, 30, 40 years now, since, like, the 80s. Yeah. It's like, what do we do? What do we do um, that we haven't done? Yeah, that's the that's the point. I mean, I feel like we have exhausted everything. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a mentality. It's... I don't want to use cultural because I'm pretty sure that is the inaccurate word for it. I mean, but it's American it's culture. culture. Yeah, violence. It's definitely American culture. It, it don't have to be a violence. subculture or whatever, but it's definitely American culture. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... problems with our words. We're going to get the, our guns. It, it comes with poverty. It comes with poverty. And Another part of American culture. Yeah. Designed. And, and not so much, I mean, definitely financial poverty, but it's also poverty of the mind. A lot of people yeah. that's caught up into this. I don't want to use the word ghetto, but just for the sake of an argument, this ghetto mentality that yeah. we have to break that cycle. I it's mean, self hatred. It is. Yeah. Destructive. We've grown mm. numb to any sense of feeling and compassion and unity. Like it's, it's we need to start all over. I like agree. we need to really start all over. We need to really re, uh, just, just reconsider everything that that, that 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 our decisions our attitudes toward things our attitudes towards ourselves like we really need to reconsider a lot and i think it's going to take a lot of counseling i mean community counseling we really need some um some 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 strong uplifting people and uplifting movements i think we yes. you know, with all that's been going on in the past three months I thought, mm-hmm. you know, that is what's going on. A, a big, strong, and uplifting movement. But this is a huge setback, man. It is. Majorly. And the fact it's that it's happened across many U.S. cities, like like Jay said, you know, D.C.'s not immune to it. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, you know, it's, it's so a, funny. A lot of people, yeah, yeah, all over the place. And a lot of people, like, I, you know, on Twitter, I guess because this story made, like, national history. And I'm like, but no one should really be surprised because the D.C. violent crime and murder rate has been steadily on the increase for, like, the last year. Like, you know, the, 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 these issues we've been dealing with for a long time now. But like you said, I mean, we have to do something different. And maybe I like Brian's approach. We could take a more holistic approach and really try to get to the root of the issues, which really is, it's, it's culturally. You know, there's something deeply embedded within our culture, you know, that, you know, that glorifies that lifestyle, that violence, that mentality. And we really have to start to dismantle that. It's true. And it's not like, it's not no black culture. Like, this is American yeah, culture. I agree. Our American culture is violent. It, it, 
big time. It's what sells. It's the number one uh, a meal ticket. As far as when you pumping out imagery in, in, in arts and movies and music, like it's number one, violence and sex. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And we, we really have to reconsider a lot because, you know, and I'm not one who's for like censorship. I'm not for the censorship of artists and things of that nature. But I do think that, see me, I'm, a, I'm the type of person, like I can listen to anything. I can watch any movie, whether it's violent, whether it's positive, but I just take it for what it is. It's entertainment and I move on. I know what reality is in my life and I apply my reality to the decisions I make and try to make for a better reality for me and my future. But I think a lot of these youth or whoever is walking around to do such a thing, you're going to just shoot up a whole a, a whole mass of people like the majority of these people COVID or not were not out there they might have been out there spreading COVID now yes. so ain't they make no excuse mm. for that but they damn mm. sure wasn't out there um expecting a shootout no they were there to have a good time they were there to have a good time you know what I'm saying and, and it's just really sad but we really have to reconsider where we are as as a community and we need to start within our own community I mean it's one community at a time but if we start at our with, within our own community and start within yourselves do some self-reflection amen why is it that we're so angry why is it that we're so bitter what do choice. we have to, to gain by hurting ourselves yeah, we is. are not the enemy we are our brother's keeper. We're supposed to be. We're not the enemy. We're not. And, and if we're not in this together, then what do we do? Like, we have to move forward as a united front. It's the only way that we have any real impactful change in this country. We have to move together. Yes. It takes every bit of one, two, maybe five people to destroy a party of 400. Yeah. And that's something. You hear me? It don't take that many. One rotten apple could spoil the whole bunch. And especially you walking around with, 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 with a deadly weapon, it's really messed up, man. We really have yes. to reconsider where it is that we are, where it is that we come from, and where it is that we want to go. Because pulling shit like this, we're going nowhere. We're going backwards. Yeah, and to do it during a pandemic, and I hate to, to harp on that, but that's always the scene this, as, a, as this, glaring contrast that we really should be in the house. Right. You know, we're the only country pretty much in the world that the cases are steady rising. Thank you. And everybody else is either hitting their plateau where well, they're... Feeling. Right. And right. We, our ceiling's going up every week. And then you have yeah. pool parties, we want to do you know, clubs partying, well, who, block parties, and of course, you know, you know, people carrying beats on social media because you're not supposed to be outside. So, what the? I, I'm I'm beyond a loss of words because it's like, okay, seeing 400 people in, in a block party during the pandemic. For myself, I don't even like going to the damn store. Basically, and that's beyond. That's a hell no, I'm not going. So, 400 people to conjugate hardly. I, I've seen the videos. Nobody hardly wearing any masks. Um, that's another issue. And it was and like shoulder to shoulder. Death. They were right. That's up a slow death. It's a whole party. Mm. It's a, it's a, whole, it's a whole, whole party. Part. I mean, don't get me wrong. I and and we know how fast this virus spreads from like one person. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see if the rates start to go up, you know, but within it, the next couple of weeks just because of this, you know, gathering. But this whole sense of recklessness is this 
it's so beyond me. And obviously, I'm not cut from that cloth that, you know, I'm doing all that type of stuff because I don't even like, I mean, you told me to stay in the house. You know, I'm staying in the house. So to be out there partying (laughs) and doing all this other stuff that I see people doing, and have a massive block party, I'm like, you know, a block party is great. Like, we're not dumb to this stuff. So it's it's disappointing. It's not shocking, but very much disappointing that these things just constantly keep happening, especially during a pandemic where everybody should be at home. But I don't want to be the one that, that likes to victim blame and stuff like that. But it's just hard. It's like every week it's the same same story. So I don't know, man. I mean, God bless. Um, condolences to the um, to the victim, and hopefully everybody. You know, the twenty people that have a speedy recovery. So, and we also had to send a um a rest in peace to a young guy. Um, it was a Morgan State University uh, rising sophomore by the name of Joseph Graham, and he was um taken in this explosion that happened in Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Line or something, and it and it oh, created a huge explosion. It. And it's like a tornado. One fatality. I believe it was one fatality. If I'm wrong, correct me. But I do know that um, yeah, it was a it was a young guy, a rising sophomore of of of, of Morgan State University <clears throat> named Joseph Graham. So much love and rest in peace. Um yes. to Joseph Love Graham. condolences. Definitely. All right. Listen, let's try to pick up the mood a little bit. What better thing to increase a move? I think it was two fatalities. I don't know the oh, other thing. Two. Rest in peace to the to the other um person who who um was was killed doing that, you know, just just tragedy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. R.I.P. So also over the weekend, there was a video. <laughs> a lovely video to be exact. <laughs> it was lovely. So lovely. Lovely. <laughs> right. So Cardi B released the video called WAP. You ever, you ever oh, WAP. I think it's WAP. A WAP or WAP? I think it's WAP. It's, it's, sound, AP. it's, just, it's the sound that it makes when it's WAP. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So the video came out. I got a chance to see it. I loved it. I mean, I didn't. I saw also the, the controversy and everybody talking so negative about it. I'm like, well, maybe they ain't experienced the WAP like I experienced it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, this is great. I so like we should so have to take on the on Cardi B's um, video. Well, I like the song. I like the video. Um, I think the cinematography, whoever really uh, uh, put this video together, the idea, it was just very um, intriguing. And it was attractive to me. So I, 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 you know, I liked it. It was fun. You know, uh, uh, one thing about, but, but I know the controversies out there. I hear um, a lot of both from both sides. I hear people who love it. And I also hear people that, that say this video is a, is a misrepresentation of, of where we want to go as black women, especially as black women. They, you know, it's, it's a bad influence on, on the young black women and things of that nature. Um, but I mean, look, at the end of the day, it is entertainment. I can, just like I said earlier, I can take entertainment for what it is, but I'm a grown up and I can interpret um, certain things, you know? And, and I believe that, that it, it's a space for adult entertainment. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna never say that it's not a space for adult entertainment. I'm, I'll support it. 
to be honest with you, but it's adult entertainment. Uh, um, <laughs> not a fan. But we all like to go to the strip club sometimes. Not a fan. <laughs> oh, so did you see the video? What about I the did. I mean, I saw as much as I could take. And then I was just like, I'm out. It's, it's, it's just not my cup of tea. How long did you make it? A mm, couple seconds, maybe 30 seconds in, 45 seconds in. I've seen enough clips and memes. Like, yeah. Um, Look, all right, so what do you think? What side did you like? You said you couldn't take it. So people who love. Well, as a woman, I, you know, I'm, uh, I, I just, I just, especially considering that black women in hip hop just have very little representation, period. You know, it just goes back to that in terms of the mainstream. And once again, here we go. We're always going back to that, you know, objectifying over sex, hyper sexualization of black women in the mainstream hip hop. And it's just disappointing. But it's, it's you know, not. It wasn't um, unexpected, but it's just typical. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's lame to me. It's the same old, same old. I want to see something new, something fresh, something more inspiring, uplifting for me. What about, so So you want, what, what, what's my girl name, Jay? Is it Rhapsody? Yes. Dope. I like Rhapsody. I like Rhapsody. Dope. Yeah. I think she need more push, more pull. Her, Jean Grey, it's, it's quite a few. A lot of, of dope. It's a few of Women them. And they need to be exposed as well. But you're right. The biggest stars are, you know, um, very sexual. Um, I mean, that, 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 and, and like I said earlier, sex and violence sales in, in, in every genre, whether it's rap, hip hop, no matter what, in love. In love. Love definitely. I have to add love. Um, love as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an old formula. I mean, we could all agree that Little Kim pretty much kind of pioneered that style of female raunchy rap. So, I mean, to put my dad hat on, you know, I have a daughter that's a teenage daughter, and you know, I haven't quite had this um the conversation about it yet. I haven't even asked if she seen the video. She might have, and okay, she has. So, I, I got to have that conversation about you know, what's appropriate behavior and what's not. So I can see I can see the conversations about, you know, people that have daughter have daughters is like, hey, this is not the representation I want my daughter to emulate. Because there's a lot of people that are influenced by Cardi B. And the biggest argument I've been seeing on Black Twitter is that um, yeah, when little Kim did it, little Kim at the time was not a megastar like Cardi B. Cardi B is kind of considered a pop star. I don't agree with that, but, but this is starting to blend over, not just become a black thing, but starting to blend over into white culture. And now they're seeing somebody that's going to easy, that's easily played on Hot 99, you know, Hot 99.5 instead of WGGC. Now it's starting to, you know, trickle into the Lily Whites, you know, now they don't want their daughters, you know, popping in and getting their way. <laughs> All other I stuff. Mean, but I see, my thing is, is it that, that that our culture trickling in or their culture trickling in ours? Because they've had, they see, they celebrate they, when it when it's uh what's the guy named Hugh Hefner, um, Playboy. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's a different uh, uh kind of perspective or spin that they put on it. It's the exact same stuff going on. Sex. But white people don't just have one person to represent an entire culture, you know, and unfortunately, no, you know, but with this, you got like one woman, two women that represent, you know, 
But that's like, not, well, give me more images. What I'm saying, we do definitely, I'm not, that's not, yeah. definitely not, we definitely need more images. I think we need a whole uh, 360 circle of images, you know? But yeah. my whole point is when, 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 uh, when white people do something, mm-hmm. they flip it into like this celebration. It's classy, it's so great. When black people do something, it's, it's always Got to it. the bad. I just feel like it's always to the bad. I mean, you know, I, we need more. That's the problem. I don't think the problem is what Cardi B and Witchy McCall is doing. I think the problem is the lack of representation. They can, they, that's their lane. Everybody got their own lane. It's never going to be a day where women is not being sexual or men at the same time. It's going to be some women that's going to be sexual. It's going to be some women who covered from head to toe, who not bout it. And it's going to be everything in between. You know what I'm saying? But with the media, they only push this one thing and try to make you think that this is the only image out there, which it's not. Because I rare, I see some Cardi B's on my regular out and about doing my thing, but I also see some Michelle Obamas. I see lawyers, I see doctors, I see women in um, all type of business and finance, and then I see women at the, it's working at Target. I mean, like I see an entire range of women and men doing all these different types of things. I remember mm-hmm. when I was in school, you know, I, I, I spent a, a, a big bulk of my life in school, high school, college, all of that. And I see, and I normally, I go to HBCUs. So I see black people every day, hundreds to thousands doing positive things. So they're out there. So, but we just need to showcase it. That's it. We don't. We need to talk about rhapsody more. We need to. Bahamadia should be a legend. Yeah. 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 But I think that that's the issue that a lot of black women don't see themselves reflected. So you know, the only image I have doesn't reflect me. Like it's not. I'm not reflected in it. And so yeah, I think that that definitely is the issue. You you know, we should have more than one. You know, typical image of black women in hip hop. And you know what that kind of falls back to as well our control of our platforms. Really what I'm getting at is that we need to somehow, when I say start over, I mean really start over from ground up and build our own structures, our own infrastructure, and, 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 and just, and just uh, 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 support one another and, and be in control of our platforms. We need to be in control of some of these platforms in which we can showcase whatever we want to showcase from a black perspective, a partially, like part of our culture has sold out. And not, not all of it, but we've sold part of our culture. Like we've sold it to people who are not of us. And we cannot continue to sell any aspects of our culture. We have right, to like BET. Exactly. And maintain a control of our culture. We'll always have something to complain about until we are the ones setting the stage. There's a saying that says, if you don't tear your own narrative, then others will. And that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening, you know? And, and also, I've heard this one girl, she was on, I don't know who she was, but she was on an interview with Cardi B and all of them. And she was like, look, man, we tricking niggas. Do y'all didn't see this? She was like, we tricking niggas. She was like, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> She said, I'm um, emancipating, but... but yeah, she feels empowered. Empowered. Okay. She's like, I'm empo- I've empowered a lot of women. You go out here, yeah, we're going to twerk, we're going to do our thing. And maybe they feel as though, at least from, from the perspective that I was getting from her, is, is, is she feels as if you can't call me a whore, a hoe, a bitch and a slut, and 
down me by using those words, we'll take control and you won't be able to down me. We'll take control. It won't be an insult. It'll be a, um, you know, if you can't insult me with it, then, you know, I, you know, I guess they feel like they've overcome that. Right. They're, they're, yeah, so just like um, how black people call each other niggas? Is that, is that the same thing? He, he took it right out of my mouth. Exactly. They, they, they put, they're flipping the script. So they're basically taking the power out of, I guess, like, uh, Amber Rose did, like, the slut shaming. Exactly. Whatever. Right. So they're taking the power out of it. Let me, let me, let me use it first. And let me embody it so right. it can't harm me. Yes. So, I mean, I, I get it. I saw the interview. I thought it was, you know, kind of funny in a way. But I only saw the clip, but all of the girls were like, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. They they, they feel that, you know, popping their coochies is going to help them, you know, feel empowered. And they're not into relationships like that. You know, they're living for the now. And but they're not in a relationship. Cardi B's married with a child. It's always the source right. that does it, that has everything going on. <laughs> but they push the narrative right. empowering these chicks to be like, I don't need a man <laughs> or I don't need a relationship. But the one that's actually pushing that agenda already got everything they need. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what she's doing to keep it. The boss, too, because she's messing with Offset, and Offset has a lot going on for himself. He's a, he's a member, of one, one third of the, of the biggest rap group out right now. Yes. And he's and he's worth millions of dollars. I almost think Offset's worth like I don't know. When I last I checked though on um you know his net worth online, he's the guy's worth. It says in like twenty five thirty million. Yeah, Cardi's probably Cardi. Equally, yeah, Cardi's probably close to that. If not, if not, she's climbing towards. It. I mean, it's exactly. more than what I got. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. so so I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of that. I mean, you know, what what do you think? But but let's go back years back how do we view josephine baker now how did they view josephine baker then i don't think they looked at her as a slut yeah i, I, I mean I disagree because if you know the story they exiled her out of um she got kicked she couldn't do what she was doing here and that's why she went over there because it was more yeah. of it. not saying everybody did but she damn sure caught flack up and it was very revolutionary and it wasn't a norm it was a huge outlier what she was doing at the time that's why she went over there to do it. I see, I see where you're going. And I'm just comparing times and how people, how, how you reflect on future and try to parallel to what's going on right now. I'm just, it's just food for thought. What do you think? I mean, I don't really care what they thought about women in the past. It's about what's going on today. And as a woman, for me, I feel like I don't get my power from popping my pussy, okay? That's not power for me. It's not. No. And I just reject that. And so, like I said, you know, once again, it's about having multiple, you know, images reflected. And I have a problem with the main image of Black women in hip-hop being reflected. <laughs> That's definitely the Seriously. main Seriously. Right Seriously. Like, the main I got a problem with, with that. Stars in hip -hop. It's, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Seriously. I get power from popping my pussy. Come on now. Mm. Is the pussy a power source? That's a question. Yeah, yeah, the power of the P. Yeah, there's power in the P. This is power in the P. Absolutely, yes, there is so, power but, in the P. But, uh, uh, but so, I'm talking about me as an individual woman. No, that's not like power from what? I mean, does it give me a better job? You know what I'm saying? If I'm using my body, my sexuality to gain, you know, power, I don't have to use my body, my sexuality to gain power. Look at Kamala Harris. She's the, she's the first black female excuse me, woman, uh, vice presidential candidate, and she's about to be the most powerful black woman in America. Amen. She ain't got and that's, no pussy. 
Right. And those are the people that I want my daughter to model herself after. Of course. You know, the thing that I see now is so different than before is it was once a time that where you, any sex type of industry thing was somebody I'm doing what I have to do. I'm trying to beat the odds. I'm coming from a fucked up situation. Now it's not like that. It seems like it's, it's the thing to do. It's in vogue. Because women, women from good backgrounds, both oh, parents are affluent. They come from a yeah, they, they, they on their IG. Yeah, it's a quick lick. It's a quick lick. I mean, because right now, the hottest thing popping right now for most women, especially attractive women, women with bodies that men desire, is um having a um they yes, get only fans. Yes, thank you. I should know that. Sixty thousand <laughs> a month. Know. Like I'm just playing. Some of them. <laughs> I had a wild part. <laughs> yeah, the OnlyFans. Yeah. So they getting like sixty thousand a month. Some of them in yeah, less, but they getting thousands of dollars a month. Getting paid. There's a lot of lame ass, mark ass niggas out here. You know. Yeah, because men are a good lick. A good lick. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. A lot of men will pay to see some tits and some ass. Look, men most men, pay. every man, absolutely. And every look, man is going to pay to see some tits and some ass, and that's just reality. I'm not doing an OnlyFans page, okay? <laughs> but I'll go to the street. I mean, you can get it for free. Yeah. Right. You can't get it for free I, on I Instagram. Too. I took the hard money. I'm a double tap and keep it moving. <laughs> when the last time you've been to a strip club, Jay? Uh, shoot. Probably. Three years ago, I mean, not to give the company any um, publish, you know, fuck it. I was at um, Club Ecstasy off on um, Branch Avenue. Who did you oh, go That's to? around the way, strip club. Okay. Myself. You went by yourself? Yeah. Okay. You must, what was going on in your life that made you do that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, thought, maybe, I, I probably rolled with a crew. No, I actually don't. Got a drink. You could have gave me a don't. call. I would have went with you. <laughs> I, I should have. I should have. No, nah, I just was probably my late night creep. Just wanted to see some ass and, you know. Yeah, I can dig it. I want to know this, though. Why is it that, do, low? do you, male strip clubs, what do you think about? I find male strippers disgusting. I think it's it's just weird seeing a man bounce around. I don't, I don't think it's cute. I don't want to see no man dance around in a G-string. That's weird. I've never found that attractive. Absolutely not. I know the legend used to have it popping like that back in the day, back when that was over. I mean, what man is um, walking around in a G-string, flinging his dick all around, wearing a G-string with the little thing covering his penis, because a lot of them don't take it out all the way. And it's just weird. And then a bunch of women, oh, like, why? The women be going ham. They do. The whole setup. They go way, they got a lot more ham than the dude. I'm around like a group of people, and a man is, you know, Dancing around, it's just—I don't know. I know I've a lot heard, of women that I've like heard that. a lot of stories, and the stories that it. these women are doing—they bopping them off and doing all types Gross. of wild stuff. I ain't doing that to no stripper. I'm sorry. Gross. Well, I'm a lady, so I don't roll like that. But well, you know, a lot of people are into it. Well, why do women find women? Oh, see, women. A lot of women do like that. Women I don't know. You got to ask them. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> so. Like, I don't know. Why is that what's, is that just where the party's at? Could be uh, that. It, it could be maybe some women want to, maybe some women are into other women. Maybe some women want to see what their man experience that he's getting out of it. Oh, well, you know, what, what, 
what is this thing? Why is he so intrigued by the strip club? I think a lot of women okay. are doing it trying to please their men. Because I've yeah. seen a lot of couples that go there, and you know, the women are very much engaged in it with the men. So I don't know if it's like something that they they feel pressure to do with their boyfriends, or maybe they actually enjoy, you know, the bisexuality of it. Exactly. Some of them actually recruit exactly. these women for threesomes and do whatever. Well, maybe an extreme case. I think sometimes, you know, the, they're just going party and have fun with they, with their folks. But it does happen. It's a norm. I see women in the, in, in the strip club quite a bit, but I hear that a lot of women, because I've spoken to a lot of women, and they just do not like to watch the male strippers sometimes. That's their opinion sometimes, you know. That's but true. it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's, but that's the power in the P. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Although, like I said, you know, male stripping is very popular, but it's 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 different. It's I find that degrading for that man. Aren't you? You out here? What? That's degrading. Could be. What if dancing around for money? What if he enjoys it? He's a dancer. He might have been a a loser. I'm sorry. That is. (laughs) You are your loser. Go ask somebody and go get some money, dude. Checking your ass in the street with some money. You better go get some dope. I think it's profitable. Better get some dope. Although stripping is legal. (laughs) I mean, because it's not a lot of. I I don't know a lot of male strippers (laughs) like I do a whole bunch of females. I mean, because pussy has value. There you go. Not so much. I mean, I don't know too many women that's actually paying for dick. That's Be something surprised. that yeah, they usually can get for free, and that's something that we usually have to beg for. But it's a population of women that may have, have harder times getting men. You know, mm. I mean, it just varies. I know women mm. out there paying for it, too. Oh, absolutely. Not to the level of which men are paying for women. Definitely. Nowhere. Probably doesn't even compare. But I do know it is a market for that. Yes, it's absolutely. It's a market for that. You know, and some of these guys make good money doing that. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of guys that maybe, maybe they don't just provide the sex, but they provide the boyfriend experience and maybe, you know, yeah, getting a little yeah, something on the right. side. There's definitely that too. There's that as well. Yeah, they'll go out and they, they'll play the role and go on dates with them. Yeah, go to events and stuff like and that. Get paid. And get paid. She's paying his car note, his insurance. Well, what do you think about the dudes that do the massages? They look like they fucking. Massages what? Y'all seen the dudes? Wow. They're like massaging the chick. This is like a sensual massage. massage. And these Very. chicks are butt naked. They oiling yeah. them up. They they greasing and they getting all up in the yeah. all up in the white. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> you know. something you might be interested in, Lo. Well, no, I'm gonna tell you one time I'm not gonna uh, here's the flip. <laughs> <laughs> if, you see, if, if you see this video, no, but listen. really massaging the hell out of her, low. Listen, I know one time I went to this massage place and oh my God, this man was so fucking fine. Okay. And I was just like, oh, but I, I was so, he would just give me a regular massage. But I was just like, I was yeah. like, cannot. No, it was, I was so uncomfortable and like nervous because oh. he was so fine. And I accidentally, um, um, not kicked him in the dick, but my hand actually slapped him in the dick. And I'm like, ah! Accidentally, right? Accidentally, right? In quote. <laughs> oh it was just like, whoa. Did you say it's sorry? I was like, oops, I'm sorry. It was, was like, just no so problem. awkward. It was such an awkward mess. <laughs> so yeah, but something like that to me, I mean, I won't, I'm not going to say I wouldn't want my wife to do that. I, I wouldn't want to know. 
Because those dudes, they're very close. They look like they can fuck if they really, really? wanted to. Wow. Damn. I got to see, I gotta see the footage. Because these wow. chicks are freaking like, I want to say they naked. Open face naked, like no towel, no nothing. What? No, they had like the towel cover. When they showing the okay. videos, it's a towel over the butt. But they all underneath the, you oh, know, no. the deep tissue massaging. Sergeant Cheeks. Yeah. No, I definitely don't want them to touch my booty. I tell them anyway, because they always ask you, you know, no, yeah, no. This is, these are like essential massages in there. It's, it's, it's quite crazy. I mean, it's damn near probably they're getting a happy ending like, Pretty like much. Jews do. I'm so, I mean, it's the female version of that. So Yeah, I mean, now that's a power move. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, women want to feel powerful. Maybe to some that's a power move where I can use you as my sexual prowess. When I've you gone know? to the, the massage um, therapist, I've always gotten a woman, and my wife has always gotten a woman. Okay. I'm not getting a man, period. You know, of really, course. But 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 she's gotten <laughs> a woman though. You know, I wouldn't even be mad at her if she got a man though, because it's not this sensual thing. I don't I, I don't know how I would feel about that. How would you I'm more comfortable that? with a woman. It's like, oh my God, especially the T-Bine, nah, bruh. So you rather yeah. have, and that's another, women yeah. are always, it doesn't matter yeah. what, I'm just more comfortable. At the restaurant, women want women first. Well, no, that's not true. I, I, I've had like maybe two massages by, by men, but some guys too, I think it's also the trust factor. I don't know you, unless you're my regular massage therapist. You know, some guys are creeps like that. And some guys, you know, you, you just never know. I mean, people have done that in the past. They've, you know, touched their clients inappropriately because men are perverts. No, women in general, are, in general, women. men are creeps. No, not in general. In, I think that's the no, problem. it's not. It's in 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 my minority. <laughs> really, pervert really? in minority. Minority. Well, creeps. Minority. Let's say creeps. Men are not. Cre- See, that's the misconception. But probably not in that profession, though. Not in the professional setting. I don't. No, no, no. Maybe not in the professional setting, but just in general. A creep like what? Yeah. I mean, some guys can be a little creepy. Maybe you know, if I have a certain opportunity, maybe I. Sometimes they tend to go up to the line. Maybe not necessarily always cross it, but definitely try to push the boundaries. Men definitely do do that. I give you that. But I think sometimes men are pushing the boundaries because the women possibly might not be setting them. So he's trying to see, I mean, what, what can I do I'm here? You going to let me do it or what? Tell me no. Do you know how many men want to just, yes. just say no so I can go about my business? Yeah. But I you got me thinking I got a chance here. <laughs> you you know no what chance. I'm saying, Jay? That's right. what really is going yeah. on. He's yeah. like, I like you. Men are more of the predatory type of when you talk about relationships. Typically, yeah, the men go after women. You know, yeah, what they I'm go saying? pounce on and you. Women just punch you down. Over, okay, I choose. Like that's how it normally works. The men are the the ones out here. Like, yeah, I like you. And the women are like, okay, I like you a little bit. I like you. Yeah. I like you. <laughs> they the choosers. We're so, the hunter. Y'all the prize. Smiling. Yes, I agree. Hey, I like that. You know what I'm saying, Jay? They keep smiling. And you ain't even really liking me, but you don't want to be, just tell me no. Yeah. I remember a massage I mean, used to be that, that gateway to the draws, though. What happened? That massage used to be the gateway to the draws. 
You know? See, yes, because every man who tries to get the drawers, why don't you come up and let me get you a massage? Nigga, I know what that means. That's cold. No. That means. No. So you can fill on my booty. I know what that means. So that means. So when you come over. Thank you. Basically. So you already know what time it is. Right. Basically. You already know what time it is, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because if you want to notice. I'm thinking, like, okay, we can skip the massage. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna give you what you want, but well, you know. give it a day. Right. <laughs> I massage somebody. Let me get that wap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! But wow. it's cool though. It's true. Very valid points. The dynamic between women and male relations. I think uh, you need to talk a lot more. You know, because it's a yes. lot of confusion. It's a lot of gray area, and people just don't understand what's going on. They think like like the same exact interaction can be perceived in completely different ways, you know. I think that men can benefit from being more in touch with their emotions. And I think women can also benefit from being more logical, from being in touch with reality. Because everything isn't about your feelings. You can rise above your feelings. And yeah. for men, sometimes you can over uh, intellectualize a situation that you're not seeing, you know, the emotional complexity of the situation. So I think we can both benefit, you know, just to there be some more give and take. Yeah. Explain, explain. Cause I'm, I'm kind of interested in, in, in your thoughts. I mean, cause I've been out of the game for a long time and God forbids, I hate that day that I pray that I don't have to go back out. You don't want to come back out here. Nope. Because my, my mindset is still stuck in the nineties and <laughs> That, that could be a uh -uh. recipe for disaster. <laughs> and I, I really don't even know, because a lot of these women, they don't even, it's not even a lot of face-to-face, -face you know, you know, confrontation. I'm not confrontation, but, you know, interaction. I'm like, the art of trying to meet somebody and finesse, it's ancient, it's an ancient science. Now everything is online. Yeah, it is. I got, I a, lot, I got a lot of homegirls that, I'm like, you're attractive. Guys don't approach you. Like, no. no. I'm like, no, how is that possible? Men are scared. They'll stay all up in your face, looking at you, follow you. Like, dude, what the fuck? When I used to be the dude Hello, back in my day, me? like, yo, can I pump your gas? What's your name? Yeah. Exactly. Massive, yeah. We, we, Brian, we should call it massive bookings, um, right? We used to book straight up. Well, you know, I can't say that. Well, I don't online date. I don't. I've done it periodically. I find it just—it's just like, oh my god, it's—it's it's a mess. You have to go through way too many people just to, you know, find like three or four people that you actually think are decent. And then out of the decent bunch, there's maybe like two that are actually worth the time of day. But you know, I still do meet people out though. It's—it's—it's it's, it's rare. It's not rare, but it's always like, oh, okay. But you know, I'm and I do meet guys out. Yeah. I do meet, I do still meet guys out and about. So it's not, it is, it's not as like it was back in the day, but it's definitely still happens. I think it's the most organic way. Yes. You know. Because you always see people in person. So I got to look at a picture then. You don't even look like a yeah. the picture. Then it's the whole weird meetup. I, I get a vibe. Like yes. A feeling. Chemistry too. And that feeling isn't, yeah. uh, it doesn't come across the same on like line. No, you it know, doesn't. Online. It, I, it just doesn't come across. You, you, you're really left. Like, if you talk to somebody online for a certain amount of time, mm -hmm. but the first time y'all meet, it'll probably feel like you're meeting a brand new person. You're like, oh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, yeah. I know something about you, but it's like I'm meeting you for the first time. Whereas when you meet somebody, book them for the, when you go on that first date, 
it's like, okay, yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? You still got to break the ice. You just getting to know one another. But it's a little bit more comfort there, at least in my opinion, than that first date off an of online thing. That first date is really a first date. It's like, I don't mm -hmm. even really know you. I'm nervous. Yeah, you know, so awkward. Me, you know, but... Really awkward. Um, I mean, it seems awkward as hell because I'm, like, I'm like, cause I'm so used to like, you know, a bar setting like Applebee's, Fridays, mm -hmm. club. It's that yeah. setting where you kind of, you know, oh. we're here. Now, people That's still one do mingle at the bars. Jay, yeah, the bars name? is a great spot you to meet someone. Beautiful, right. Yeah. Yeah, but, you could definitely still mingle in a bar, but you have to be specific, like a sports bar, certain bars. But yeah, other than that, you know, I mean, do we even have clubs around anymore? Like, what, what, what? Are they clubs in the DC area? I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to a club spots. in happy hour. Yes, yeah, but. But you know, what? I don't even know if women dance like like we did maybe ten years ago. No, I haven't partied in like maybe like. I mean, the go go's. Ain't the youngest still going to the go go's? Yeah, but. It's COVID. The only thing that stopped that. They, they, they have go-go's and, 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 and things like that, parties. But, like, when I was actually going to the clubs, like, Park or, you know, yeah, Park like, is the um, last place I went. Ibiza. Ibiza. It was, I mean, I was there on my, on my chill, so I wasn't, like, actively hunting like I was maybe 15 years ago or whatever the case may be. But, um, like, I see chicks just kind of posting up, mm. news posting up. I can't, I mean, I don't even dance that hard, but you know, you know I get a nice little pocket. I want to dance. Yeah. We coming from the era where we used to grind on chicks, dance, you know, have a good time, leave the club sweaty. These people, yeah. even, you know, but they I think it also depends on where you go. Because if you go to like um, be near you, what's it called? The game room? I mean, the music that they play, people come out there to party. Like, you want to dance. Like, those are the spots, yeah. the smaller spots, the more round away spots, but a yeah. good DJ that plays like old school Regular. music that old gets heads. the people. Yeah. That's what I like to party with the old head, but like that's where the I go. 45 and <laughs> up crowd. Exactly. I'm like, where y'all at? Because that's going to be a party. Part of that is them strong ass drinks they serving behind us. Exactly. Yo, I mean, they give it the up. Game room. Game room is a party. Dog. And good that food. Shit unreal. I'm saying this got to be illegal <laughs> to serve drinks this strong. One or two drinks, you fucked up. Like you yep. fucked up. Yeah. Ain't no third drink at the game room. Nope. I used to go there all the time. That's I used to good drink fried chicken. Nasty. This shit's nasty. <laughs> it's so strong. It's nasty, dog. Man. You gotta come. You have a good time, dog. You be fighting. Hello. I remember, to, hey, young, I was like, I couldn't even drive to um to the MGM. I gave oh, damn. I was like, dog, you got to drive. Well, I'm done. Driving nowhere. Wow. I sleep in the backseat of my car for I go Wow, I know that's right. Or I call AAA. I'm a member of AAA. You can always call okay. AAA. They'll come tow your car park. <laughs> right hey, make it do what it did. I'm looking, my <laughs> shit ain't starting, nigga. <laughs> All right. Basically, tell me down the street. You know, like, like I need a ride. You know? Exactly, right, basically. I got six toes this year, motherfucker. That's, I ain't used I know that's right. I know that's right. That's wild. But yeah, man, it's, it's different, you know. Things have definitely changed. The new vibe out here. But you right. Them them girls, they, 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 they twerking. We need, we need more representation in hip-hop, though. We I just want to see more. Females. Yes, and just a wide range and different range. complexions, different yeah. backgrounds, different I'll things to say, different everything. looks, everything. Like, can we just have Absolutely. all of it? 
all yeah, of it. All of it, all of it. And I'm talking about specifically in hip hop, because I feel like, you know, right. within a lot of different black art form forms, you do see the diversity there, but in hip hop, there's no mainstream wise. No, not no mainstream diversity. Wise. No. Not, but but underground. You underground, certainly. Yeah. Yes. But definitely Absolutely. not. And, and, and that's what I was telling us. That's really our culture, though. Our culture. The underground hip hop. Underground scene. In every different city. You know, that's our you know, underground. Y'all heard Nas coming out with a new joint, right? Yeah, he's working with. Who's he working with, Jay? He's working well, I don't with. Know. I don't know. I'm kind of out the loop. No, yeah, he's working with some producer that's supposed to be uh, uh, like that producer. We need that in 2020. Hey, we I'm need for that. Speaking of hip hop. Hey, did you all check out the past the mic? What's the DJ's I name? Did check did I, it out. I just said, did you watch it, Jay? No, I didn't get a chance to catch it. Oh up my God, Jay, you missing out. What's the DJ's name? It's DJ who, Lo? I got to get this straight because it is awesome. Awesome. Hold on. When when did you send it? You it sent it um yesterday. Like, I sent it yesterday. DJ Cassidy. DJ yeah, that was really Cassidy. funky. I really liked that. It was outstanding. It was. It was amazing. It okay, I see it now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. And look, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lo um give her opinion on it. But I just want to set the scene so people understand what's going on. It was a DJ. He did this virtual past the mic. It was a, a cipher, and it had all the hip hop greats. So I forgot who it started with, but it started like with rock. It started with Run DMC. Run DMC opened it, and then it went on to rock him, and then it went on to like special aid. And I'm skipping because the thing is like 40 minutes long, and the oh, okay, okay, okay. only doing like a verse and a chorus of their songs. So I'm talking about, and he's giving you surprises before you know it. It's dressed from black sheep. You can get with this, or you can get with that. And then it was the Lords of the Underground. Mr. Funky was on that job. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like, check that out. Wow, and you know, I don't want to tell you what they ended with, but I'm gonna let I'm. I'm I'm gonna let low low. How did you feel about it? I thought well, I felt like it was like a stroll down hip hop legendary, whatever. Yes. I don't know. It you was. know, and, and and for me, it's just that whole that old school hip hop. It just makes you feel a certain kind of way. Like you you feel good. It's like, oh man, you feel good about it. I can't really explain it, but there was something injected in that era of music. It's just it's different. It's a different you know feeling, it's a different vibe. You know what? what's injected low? What? That, that's that's our culture. Yeah. That's our coach. Yeah. And it that's was really about a party. Yeah, it was about it it, it, it wasn't yeah. about typical, you know, drugs, money, hoes type situation. Like they gave MC they Light. gave it up. Wow. <laughs> MC I mean, they gave it up. Moni Love. You hear me? Moni they gave Love. It up. I mean yeah, speaking was, of Moni, she had a um, real good interview with Tyler Farley. If I could check that out. Uh um People's party. Oh, out here wilding. I yeah. saw him on IG earlier. Out, I don't know where he was. I think he was out in Ohio with a bunch of people with no mask. I'm like, dog. You oh, over there, um, HFL's compound. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but I was like, it's way too many people out there for y'all not to be having on yeah, the mask. Yeah, I know they've been locked up over there. Um, they've been at Dave Chappelle. He's been doing this thing out there in Ohio, kind of mm -hmm. like this whole think tank camp okay. type thing. So they're putting out a lot of projects. So not to say that they shouldn't be wearing their masks, but the damn show should. But I think they kind of out there in the boonies, like every audience is out there collating. Okay, well, well, I hope they was all tested before they came in that bubble. Yeah. Before they out here just 
all up on folks. What we were talking on um, two chains and then right quick for um, let's do it. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, so versus Rose versus um Teddy Boy. Two chains. Get a boy. Two chains. <laughs> I'm riding around. I'm getting a two chains had the hey look. Okay, here we go. He turned his shit to a strip club. Did. And you know what? I didn't see the beginning. Right? It was boring. So that, but then the girl didn't he do the strip? I thought so in the beginning. It was like in the middle. I mean, I honestly, I stopped watching. I mean, I, because I, I, it was boring. Later part. I, I called yeah. because when I turned it on, it was money all over the floor. Yeah. Er, yeah. Well, so I went in early when it first started. It was just awkward because they were both sitting down. They weren't really rapping. You know, they were letting the music play. They weren't looking at each other. One's over here. Looking over here, one's over there. Looking over there, so which is like the energy. The energy was really weird. They weren't interactive like every other, you know, uh, versus battles band. It was they weren't even talking to each other. It's like what the hell? Like what is going on? And then I guess eventually they loosened up. I think we got a snoot and DMX hangover. But not just. But all of them, all of the verses, they've been interactive with each other. Jay and I'm like, and Fab did. Sure enough, did they were talking all yeah. the time. Basically. Yeah, because um, I was actually painting the room. I was painting my daughter's room, oh. listening to it on a speaker. And I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of both of theirs. I think going into it, I had Rick Ross winning. But um, I think 2 Chains might have almost got that. He might have. You know, he had a lot of good cameos that I definitely enjoyed. And I was just, I'm just loving the verses. I mean, it's just it's a yes. celebration. Because yeah. Lo said she was all two chains going in. Yeah. She picked two Both chains. y'all was two chains. After watching it, what 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 do you think? Well, two chains music got me more jazz than anything else. Like whenever his music came on, I was like, oh, you know, like I was just into it. There's just a feeling with his music that I don't get from Rick Ross. You know, I like his music. It's a more I don't know chill kind of vibe, it's riding mature. music. He, he he produces mature music. Um, he does. I mean, I like it, but. It doesn't get me hype, you know. Yeah. And for verses, I like music is going to kind of get me a little, little litty. Well, what do you think about Rick Ross, the sex symbol? He was getting a massage. Sex symbol? He was getting a massage. <laughs> he had his shirt off. Well, up in my mouth. Black-ass woman be out here with a damn bikini looking like that. Okay, Lizzo. the internet drag her ass. Lizzo! The internet, really? Lizzo! But she's not like that. Get her whole ass kicks out at the Lakers game. <laughs> I love he liked it too. She's <laughs> <laughs> not I like that. I mean, but she sure enough had her both butt cheeks. She did have her booty cheeks. It was a bit much. It was a bit much. It was a whole Rick anybody want to see that? No, but a lot, I know a lot of women that actually like him. I mean, it's probably the money. Like sexually, women was? But stop, low. You know big dudes get love. They yes, they do. Have. Because they have great personalities. <laughs> big dudes have the best personalities. They're funny. They're charismatic. Because they know. They know. Right. I got to work with this Niggas be on point, right? Yeah, working with this magic. That hey. <laughs> Who can make love to your mind? <laughs> Everything they say be the right shit. What? <laughs> but a lot of women like big dudes, though. I mean, you'd be surprised. Talk heavy D back, and I'm the overweight lover entertainer. Yes. Heavy was the, yeah. He, he loved heavy D. He was the original big man. 
But hey, look, what about yeah. Chuck Rock though? I know you had a thing for Chuck uh, Rock Chuck back in the day. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what about Biggie? Yeah, like, <laughs> Ew, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to get to big boys, no. About, uh, one thing, but mm-mm, no. What about this one? No, beast. <laughs> no. Fat <laughs> <laughs> boy, this one on the least? No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I like the big boy. No. Big pun? Yeah, no. my, my wife had a crush on big fat Joe. Fat Joe. Not even fat Joe. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> Big Pun was my man. I think Big Pun was the best uh, Latino rapper ever. I yes, agree. Big Pun was a big. He was huge. Pun. He was massive. He was like my six hundred pound life. Rest in peace, Kinda Big Pun. Oh, I'm sorry. Big Pun, right. rest in peace. Definitely one of my favorites of all time. No, I think he's the best. Latino Great genetics too, because his son is his son can flow. His son is amazing. Mm, have to check him out. You never heard of Chris Rivers? No. Please do yourself a, a favor. The man link. Please, that's pun right there. Okay. That's pun. That's part pun two point oh. Two point oh. Yeah, he's um, definitely that's pun son. Wow, vicious pun was like that, man. But no, pun was like that. Mm. But when you hear when you hear his son, you're gonna be like, yeah. All right. Wow. But see, you know the difference. I think pun had a certain type of charisma. He knew how to make hit. He did. Like, oh, he yeah. knew how to make mainstream hit. It's a lot of great rappers out there, but a lot of great rappers. All of them don't know how to make hits, like, and, mm. and be like this star. Because yeah. a lot of the stars, they, I'm telling you, they rarely are the, these best rappers be these underground rappers you never heard of. They're sitting down with their pen and, like, exactly. but these other guys are songwriters. They know how to Yeah, producers. They have these big, big personalities. They know how to the work the whole, They're the whole thing. They got yeah. the hit factor. And probably yeah. the hit factor. He definitely has an ink factor in his music. He was different. You know, there aren't a lot of Latino rappers in the mainstream. He had the backing of Fat Joe and all of them. And, you know, he came with it. I mean, I mean classics. And then, and, then, and then one of his biggest hits had Joe on it. I mean, power move. Yes. Out of nowhere, that song came. Crazy. Just I still love that song. I don't want to be a player no more. No, Classic. What? Oh, I love Joe, by the way. Oh my God. Yeah, but um, Chris Rivers is definitely—he's definitely a talent. I think he—I think he's chosen to be underground because they asked him questions of like, how come you haven't reached out with Fat Joe or whatever. He's just basically like, you know, he's his own person. He don't really want to, you know. His father kind of had a tumultuous past with his mom too, so he kind of like really into being his own individual self, but. Dude, the talent is there. It's, it's, in a, it's in a DNA. So definitely, if you can check out Chris Rivers or Chris Rijos, which is Spanish for Rivers, he, he's amazing. Let's do and Sway in the Morning. Check out Rhapsody, too, man. If y'all don't I like Rhapsody. Because Rhapsody's more popular. But I'm just saying, we need to make her even more popular. Yes, I she agree. Got, she, 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 she's she, she is a hip-hop yes. female that you know is doing her yes. thing, man. Rhapsody, her Rhapsody, shit. Jean, Rhapsody, Jean, Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. But Jay, who did you get? Who did you have? I, 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 I kind of- I had Rick Ross. I had Rick Ross. Okay. But it was, a, it was a, definitely a celebration of music. It was. Yeah. yeah Can't so. wait for the next one. I don't know who they're floating, but I'm, I'm excited. Usher and Chris Brown. Right? I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? You would think. Oh my God. Right, they so. would break the internet. 
Grab a break. All right, well, this is Black Explaining. I'm Jay. I'm Liz. I'm A.O.B. All right, till the next time. Do. Hey. 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 Hey